Oh no! The Devolved are attempting to break into headquarters. What can we do? We must warn everyone that this episode will contain adult language, mature situations, awesome combining robots, parallel dimensions, insane backstories, intelligently mad scientists, and the power of ghetto rays. Listener discretion is advised. Now launch! of the apocalypse hello and welcome no no that's not right last few years to the universe i will edit that out later anyway hello and welcome to another episode of the spark and manga review some podcasts and reviews about connectly enhanced narratives i'm your host zan saying konnichiwa aloha bonjourno what's up and joining me today is doug from anime cons tv and other places on the internet Yes, back again, once again, to talk about fun things. More importantly, we're here to talk about something amazing, awesome, great, and we're talking about manga. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spire are some podcasts and vanguard reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Every episode, we talk about one or two geeky topics. Since this is the manga review, obviously, we talk about manga. We tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the production quality of the Tonka Bonds themselves, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. Um... You don't have to agree with anything we say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com or on the social media platform of your choice, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and I'm forgetting a bunch of other ones. My brain is blanking right now because so much get a razor invading my brain, uh, but... You can check it out at all those places, and you can email me personally at zanspirekin.com. You can tweet me at Spirekin, and I believe you're at Nagoki Watches? Nagoki Watches is my primary one for reactions to various anime and manga and other media I go through. But you yeah. can also just yell at me on my regular Twitter, which is just Nagoki. Yes, yeah, so we can talk about these awesome things, and we're actually going to be talking about a lot of really awesome uh, stuff this episode. But first, as usual, let's get through some of uh, the... Uh, news, but oh, one last thing. Join our Discord, tinyurl.com forward slash spyro Discord. Join us. You can comment on mangas you want us to review. Let us know what you think about our reviews. And more importantly, you can recommend stuff and just join in on the conversation. So now that all that chilling's out of the way, let's get to the news because we've got some a lot of news. But first, we got some pretty sad news we're opening up with. So, voice actress Masako Sagaya passed away on February 25th while undergoing medical treatment from an unspecified disease. Now, most of us don't really know Seiyu from Japan, but you may have known her from her roles as Remy in Nobody's Boy Remy, Mary Ingalls in Laura, A Little Girl on the Prairie, Chappie in Space Boy Soren, Maki Aikawa from the original Aim for the Best, or Ace O Nere. Uh, he, and most importantly, where I know her from, Kitsune from Orisayatsura. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to give a one shout out here because my very first Otakon, Aim for the Ace or Aim for the Best, whichever you want to call it, was screening in one of the video rooms, you know, back when video rooms at cons were a big thing. And I just remember like watching, this is like my first real exposure to the heavy duty melodrama 
prime 70s shoujo and just like watching this and like being enthralled and stuff like that and but i had that knowledge and it always stuck with me and then i remember going to watch gunbuster years later which is a loving like partially a parody you know homage of it uh, but it's all and i just wanted you know give her a lot of credit for her work because she made that role she is one of the reasons why that anime was so prolific and such a big part of 70s shoujo so i just wanted to give a lot of respect for her there yeah and um well our condolences go out to her family she was 83 when she passed and well she will be missed so now we have a little bit more sad news first off this year's in-person anime expo convention has been canceled to do guess what COVID-19 yep. keeps going. And this is the 30th anniversary for Anime Expo, so that's a kick in the... Uh, I, I really wonder with some of these cons, like, are they going to go by the year for their anniversary, or if they're going to go by the number of conventions they've had for some of these celebrations as we had Because we're seeing, you know, a lot of it, of these cons are now hitting their second year in a row that they have to cancel. Yeah, but this is their official 30th anniversary, so there's yeah. nothing they can do for it. Um, unfortunately, we have a whole podcast where we talk about the state of conventions right now for the first five months, but this one was out of nowhere. Um, now, it was slated to take place at the L.A. Convention Center on July 2nd through 5th, which is a really weird weekend, but whatever. And as usual, all badge owners, they'll be rolled over to next year. And supposedly, they're going to be hosting an Anime Expo Lite virtual event during July 4th weekend, which, I don't know. Will it be good? Will it be bad? I think with it not being an actual event, everyone's going to be forgetting about Anime Expo, unless there's something really big going on. So, yeah, I think, like, if they can say they're going to be able to show something really big, it's going to be a tough bag. So, we'll we'll see how it goes. I want to hope for the best with all of these virtual cons. Other big news... uh... Comic Con International's 2021 in-person event was canceled also. Yeah. But now they're saying that they're going to be doing a smaller in-person event planned for November and it's going to be an alter- but it's going to be an alternative 3-day in-person convention. More is going to be revealed at a later date, but the virtual event's only going to be 3 days because of the challenges of last year and the financial responsibility because last year they did an entire week and a half on YouTube. Which was awesome, but they're saying we're going to do three days like most conventions. So yeah. it makes me think that they can't hack it as a convention. Mm, it's, it's, it's what, what is the draw of your show? What's the content? And we get into a lot of this yeah. in, the, in the, the episode. But this is San Diego Comic Con that's doing this. You know, they're. Yeah, so. They poo poo the, the smaller events. So, but yeah. Um, but we have some positive convention news. Actual good news. Um, Brooke Zerland officially announced that Otakon has raised more than $34,000 in donations to support the convention. That's pretty good. I mean, that, well, I'm still hoping that they're going to have their in-person event this year. We'll see what happens. It's still really tough to call, but it's good to see that they are getting it. I think a lot of people are fond of Otakon, so fingers crossed that this is helping them. And they're still accepting donations through PayPal and um, through this store. So it's good for them. We're going to hope that they're going to be good. And we're excited because we want them to stick around. It's Otakon. Mm-hmm. And next year, if they're awesome, I would want them to have uh, Jam Project come back. I want them to have uh, 
some major guests like Miko Takahashi. Let's let them get their financials in straight because yes. some of those acts are not not. Cheap. They have not worked in a year. I think they'll be like, well, give us, <laughs> we'll pay for your hotel room to come because Jam Project I would like want to see again for them to come back. I think we'd all pay for that. But anyway, so last bit of good news: Crunchyroll is launching a new beta site. They've updated stuff, and if you're a premium user, you can opt in, which has a new interface. You can get personalized recommendations, new watch lists, and now officially you could search by the genre, by if it's subbed or dubbed, and if it's new or not. Ooh. Uh, I mean, this is interesting with the the merger of Crunchyroll and seeing how this is going on. I mean, I'm sure this was probably in the pipeline for a while. But also, you know, makes you wonder how much of this is going to stay later on down the road if this is testing out for the new model. Hopefully. And hopefully it's not as buggy as Funimation. Because <laughs> let's be honest, Funimation is one of the buggiest websites yeah. and the buggiest apps ever. If this beta comes into the app and fixes it, I'd be so happy because I like their old app design. The new app design, I can't stand. It's like, this looks like Hulu and it doesn't look good. It looks jumbled and it takes forever to turn on. But that's my news. So let's now get to the main part of our news section, licensing. Yay. So first off, uh, well, that's not new. Uh, nothing from J Novel Club. Nothing from Star Fruits Club, which is good. The main things that we have are Seven Seas and, of course, Yen Press. That's all we've got really news from. Now, first off, they uh, Seven Seas has licensed some really cool mangas and light novels. The first one they've... Actually, let's get to the big one. Let's just get to that one. Let's just jump to the man himself, Shotaro Ishinomori. Oh, this make, this news <laughs> made me so happy. Yes. Uh, so, Seven Seas Entertainment has picked up Common Rider, the original Common Rider. Uh, it's going to be released under the Common Rider Manga Collections Complete Set, which is 800 pages long. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Common Rider, um, for those of you who are unaware, after being kidnapped and experimented upon by the evil terrorist organization known as Shaka, uh, Takeshi Hongo manages to escape their clutches and uses newfound strength and bicycle kick to fight against their schemes. Now, there's been tons of TV shows, movies, spin-offs, mangas, actual American comics. There's been a horrible American live-action adaptation, <laughs> which was really, really bad, but we watched it anyway. But this is a collection of the first adventures in manga print that was written by Shotaro Ishinomori and created, and it's going to be a beautiful hardcover edition. Now, I'm curious how many chapters are going to be in color, and it's going to be awesome. This, this sounds like a... This sounds like a prestige release, like what you want, like the people that want the classic manga, a nice edition, put on their shelf, be proud of it, be able to go through all of it. And it's, you know, 800 pages is a tome. Well, it's not <laughs> mince words here, but you only have to buy one volume and that's perfect. Like I, I want to support this and I think it's, you know, going to be a good, you know, kind of how to put this foundation piece like there's there's certain manga that you always say this is led to so much more so even if some of the material might be dated or you know not as entertaining as it was it's great to go back and look to see kind of where things came from yes and if you buy this you'll understand uh what is his name uh 
uh, Hideki Anno's obsession with Common Rider, and more <laughs> importantly, you'll understand the concept of a KR unit. I mean, I'm gonna say trying to understand Hideki Anno is a bit of a stretch, but you'll you'll understand him a little bit better at the very least. I mean, he got married in a Common Rider outfit. So, I mean, that's that's yeah. kind of... yeah. And I mean, Ishinomori is he's a great mangaka, one of the one of the founders so i think just more classic work like him like i mean cyborg 009 yeah. kaider he he's he's in that vein of i would put like leiji matsumoto tezuka and stuff like that and yes. i know i'm don't don't angry tweet me i know i'm forgetting a ton of people but those are you know names where they they created a lot and this is one up. of those ones that you're going to put up neck onto your this is i'm going to say that this is a coffee table manga this you have out and you could show to to quote unquote grown ups and they'll get it. This is like your Rose of Versailles. This is your um, Spice and Wolf hardcover, which I have in my bedroom because it's too big and I'm reading through the whole freaking book. Um, uh, this is all your Tezuka stuff. Well, most of it. Aiko, I don't recommend putting that out because reasons, <laughs> but you've heard the podcast. Anyway, now speaking of now transitioning from Ieko, which is about kind of rapey stuff, let's get into another one. Um, Seven Seas Entertainment has also licensed storyteller Kohiratori and artist Jetta Yamada's J.K. Haru in a sex is a sex worker in another world. The manga, uh, or J.K. Haru wa Izekai de Shofu ni Nata. Now this is based on the light novel series by Hiratori and artist Shimamono. Um, you can find this on J Novel Club. I read this on J Novel Club, and I've got to say, this is a really screwed up light novel, and I'm kind of shocked that they're doing this. But if you've never heard of the series, the whole thing is the otaku boys get to have adventures when they're hit by the inevitable truck and find themselves in yet another fantasy world. The girls, on the other hand, well... Haru finds out the hard way when her classmate Chiba gets the two of them truck murdered into a fantasy world that treats women even worse than our world does. But a girl's got to do what she can do to to make the cash for survival. And Haru, well, she intends to thrive. Um, This is one part uh, uh, Sakano, which explains the whole harem situation. One part Red Shoe Diaries, kind of. And one part Isekai. This is a very twisted... um, like, when I read the light novels, my favorite chapter is the one where she joins a team of kids who are playing Kick the Can, which is apparently like baseball in this alternate world. <laughs> and then there's a whole other thing where a guy tries, like, you can't join, you're too good. And then we find out actually that she has a power and blah, 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 blah. <sighs> yeah, I'm kind of shocked this is coming out. <laughs> yeah, this is, and of course, it's more isekai, but I I guess it's, it's what it sells, so people keep buying it. Yep. So next, they've also licensed um, a new series, Eri Ijima's Tai Ari Deska, Ojisama wo Kakoto Game Nante Shinai. Now, um, the premise is that Kuromi Girl Academy is a refined, elegant school that expects the very best in deportment from its young ladies. Aya got into this peerless rich girl's institution on a scholarship and hopes to grow as lovely as her fellow student and idol, Shirayuki. But Shiryui hides a terrible secret. She's a trash-talking, combo-chaining, newbie-stomping, hardcore, ruthless gamer. Now, can a mutual indulgence in no-holds-barred video game combat grow into a deeper rapport between these two girls? 
So this is High Score Girl mixed with um, bottom tier uh, Tamazaki mixed with um, most school manga. Yeah. Uh, not sure if this is going to be good or not. This one, uh, if it's played for laughs, I, I could see this being really fun. Like, if it's silly, if it's trying to play it straight, and I don't know if it would work. After last week's Chain Smoker, I'm kind of turned off on the whole chain smoking douchebag uh, main character. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let's see. They've also licensed author Hirokuma and illustrator Nanako's The PCs in this village sim game must be real. Uh, the light novel and the manga adaptation, also known as Mirazakuri Game no PC ga Shoujin no Ningen Toshida Omenai. And this one is, of course, Yoshio is 30 years old with no job. And guess what his occupation is? Is it a shut-in? Yes, he's a shut-in. Uh, his mundane life is interrupted when he receives a copy of The Village of Fate, an experimental game with graphics like nothing he's ever seen before. In this game, he takes on the role of a guardian deity who watches over the people of a new village, but he finds that the game characters are so intelligent, reactive, and human that he starts wondering if they could be real people somehow. Through his connection to their strangely vivid lives, Yoshio begins to discover the brightness has been missing from his own existence. So this is not an Isekai. Yeah, This is something else. (laughs) Virtual world, so it's... But he's not. He's playing the game and just watching the coming out of it. This sounds like um, Bofumo, where it's like they're playing the video game. It's kind of like an Isekai, but she gets out and she does things. So could be good. Could be bad. I, I like the premise. It, it, it has potential, and it's a little bit of... It's less idolizing of that uh, shut-in otaku and more of it's like, there's there's life outside your apartment to borrow a line from Apanukyu. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so let's see how much... Let's see the next one is. It is licensed author Jackie, an illustrator of fames, the most notorious talker runs the world's greatest clan, light novel, and the... Yamorichin manga adaptation of this light novel. Uh, I'm not even going to try to read the name. It's too long. Uh, but Noel has grown up idolizing his grandfather, a legendary adventurer of the, of the class known as Seekers. But when it's time for Noel to set out on his own, much to his dismay, he turns out to be a talker, a support class with meager abilities. But Noel's got ambition in spades and the smarts to match, so he's determined to do whatever it takes to make the world know his name. So this is an alternative... RPG setting with different classes, and it's unique. This could be good. Yeah, I mean, there's always that. This is that you see this in a lot of like uh, shonen manga of, you know, I'm not very good, but I've got gumption, so I'm gonna make it. And that's you know, that's not a bad style to go with if you can do it well with kind of a different premise. You, you want you want the main character that you can root for and want them to get better. It's not super OP. Yeah. And not a shut-in who gets hit by the truck of death. <laughs> Even though there is a manga about the guy who actually has to drive the truck and he's so depressed. He's like, he's like I hate my life, but I have to... He gets the address and he has to drive and run them over. And they okay, show... Okay, that actually sounds like a great subversion. I need to read this. Uh, and the whole thing is that actually like the, the truck isn't a truck. It's actually like a dimensional device. <laughs> and every time he gets wrecked, he has to fix it. It comes out of his own pocket. Um, but the last thing it's licensed is... Cotton Valette's Creepy Cat or Creepy Cat Nekotu Watashi no Kimio na Sekatsu, which that does not translate to that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, localization. Yep. But Flora has just moved into an old house with a gothic flair and a hint of mystery. 
She soon realizes that she's not alone in this place. A weird cat already lives here and it's not leaving. It behaves like no cat she's ever seen, phasing through solid objects and attempting to eat a police officer. <laughs> As Flora cozies up to her new creepy and adorable roommate, she learns there are more spooky surprises in store. This one sounds fun. It sounds like it gets you in that pet itch and also ghost stories. Yeah. I might really like this. Um, this one could be a lot of fun. It doesn't say who wrote it, though. I mean, I, I doubt that it's Cotton Valent. I think it's the title. Yeah. I don't know. If, if Cotton Valent is the manga, let us know. Because this is... I'm excited for this one. And then finally, uh, I think that's everything we've got for the licensing. Uh, yeah, that's it. It's all seven Cs. But here's the thing. Uh, JK Horror will be released digitally in print by Ghost Ship Imprint in August 2021. NPC in this village sim light novel manga can be released in Airship Imprint in August 2021. Most notorious talker light novels can be released digitally in print in Airship Imprint in September. Tai Eri Deshita will be released digitally in print by just standard Seven Seas Entertainment in September. Creepy Cat is going to be released in full graphic novel in color. Uh, by Seven Seas Entertainment and digitally in October. And then the most notorious talker manga is going to be released digitally and in print in February 2022. So you're going to have to read the light novel first before reading the manga. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's it's really fascinating to me to see just how much Seven Seas has taken off as yeah the, the oh. name. like there, it, And as, as longtime fans, we've seen this. Companies come and go, it changes, and it seems like Seven Seas is really, if you'll pardon the pun, riding the wave right now. They are, and they're doing a great job with it. And they, I like their different brands. I like how Go, well, Ghostship brand is a little cringy, but it's some stuff's good. Um, Airship brand, I like that they've set it up, and they've got some great titles on there. So I'm happy with them. Uh, and they're doing better than a lot of the other companies. Like Viz is just Viz. Viz is going to be they're good or or they're bad. Kadansha. Them merging the two companies to one and now being like, okay, now Vertical is just their imprint brand for their is their signature series. It's yeah, I mean, I'm I'm okay with the imprint brands because then you at least get you, it. You can kind of know what we expect. And we talked about this on the sneeze episode with yeah. the Viz signature line. Yeah, uh, what's the other big company that's left? Uh, Yen Press is still well, it's Yen Press. Yeah, and they're doing good. I just want them to. You know, so most of our companies are doing good. Even Tokyo Pop, yeah, he's still kicking around, but he's got some decent things coming out. I have yeah. to admit, it's just maybe they said you're no longer. You just stand here and count the money. That's yeah, all you do. You're not going to talk to Tori Amos and make a manga based on her anymore. It's yeah, diversity of companies is good. No one should have the full control. So I'm glad more. Co- there's several companies releasing a ver- big variety. Yes. And then last and certainly not least, our general news. One thing, on February 25th, the Comic Earth Star website published a new manga one-shot for P.O. and Root's Tekyu manga titled Senpai to Mugen Resha, or Upperclassman in the Infinity Train. And this is a one-shot that teases the characters' lives a decade after the series ended because it's a 10-year anniversary. Kind of cool. I kind of would like other mangas to do stuff like this. I've seen a couple that have done things like this. I mean, technically you could say that Yashihime did that. Yeah. You know, that got really weird. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but we knew that was the case. I, I like it as a one-shot. I don't want to know if I, it's like, I don't need a sequel series. Just, 
hey, let's check in on the characters. You know, kind of. It's not almost epilogue, but it's a little bit more than that. Yeah, like the last uh, chapter of Bleach was like an epilogue, and I like that. Burn the witch, well, burn the witch is some. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's actually get to the manga review that we've been waiting for. Um, so if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated to be a manga that's been sitting on the list for over 10 months. Oh. Um, it was written by Eichi Shimizu and Tomohiro Shimaguchi, and this was published by Seven Seas Entertainment in 2018, with five volumes that were released, and it is a action-adventure psychological thriller. Yeah. Um, mecha series, and this is cre- this is from the creative team behind the Ultraman comic or manga, so that's pretty cool. And who we actually just uh, attribute the the series this is based off of from? What's Ken- in- Kenny Shikawa and a little bit of Gonagai too. We have to because it's got a little mix of both, yeah. and you could taste it in this. And this manga that we're talking about is the ninth iteration of this franchise if my if my math is right not including the super robo games and it is get a robo de-evolution uchu saigi no three bunka or get a robo de-evolution the last three minutes of the universe which is the title of the last chapter of the manga (laughs) um so how do we so for those of you who are unfamiliar with get a robo how do we describe the basic premise of get a robo um so, basically, you have three pilots that are all crazy, <laughs> and they all uh, uh, pilot, pilot three different jets, basically, that, depending on how they combine, can form one of three different uh, versions of Getter Robo, Getter 1, Getter 2, Getter 3, and they fight. it was a very classic in the original version, just a super robot, monster of the week type. Uh, manga and anime it was very cut and dry and stuff like that and they've always changed the villains depending on the series you're watching it could be the spaced empire it could be the my personal favorite the dinosaur army um but this and they're always working with it's the same generally the same three characters but there's always a variation of it um one series has that they're old and they're training the new class um but the main characters are um we have to talk about the best of them. Musashi Tomoe, uh, you ha- who is the... Um, he's more the stocky guy, generally. I remember him because yeah. he wears his his uniform like a cape. Yeah, he, he's a bigger guy, but they also make him because he's... They, they at least have a reason for him to be built like... His, his getter machine, the, the his getter machine bear, and I think bear's a good description for what he is. He's, he's big and husky and stuff like that, and he does a lot of judo, so that's why he's yeah. the big guy. Yeah, and in the original version, he was supposed to be the... Uh, he was he wasn't supposed to be one of the getter robots, so he had to earn his place, and it was kind of cool that he did earn his place, because he, he's the heart of the team. And inexplicably, every single version, slight spoilers, he either gets horribly maimed or he dies. Yeah. But that leads the rest of the crew to rise up to the occasion because they need Musashi's death one way or the other. Yeah. Um, then you have the arguably the most psychotic of the group. You have Hayato Jin, or who is um, he's either depicted as evil businessman, crazy psychotic yakuza guy, or just he's jerk. terrorist in one ver- in the two thousand four anime version. Yeah, I, I I always like how but, they. It seems like whenever they introduce Hayato, in in any version of Get a Robo, 
it's always him trying to say, no, I'm too, you don't want me. I'm too crazy for you. Look what I just did. I'm, see, I'm crazy. And they're like, that, that, that's Tuesday to us. Get, get in, get in the robot. Like he's, <laughs> he's the guy that will like light someone on fire. Be like, see, I'm too crazy. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. You're fine. Except in Shin Getter, he's the one that's like the most depressed out of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he cleans up at that because he's, he becomes a Dr. Zatoma character. But then we have our arguable, the main character, um, Ryoma Nagari, who is the typical, I'm the protagonist of a giant robot series. I just learned about this, but I'm amazing at it. And he's got the heart of a true protagonist, we'll say. Yeah. He, he wants to go in and full bore and like, yeah, I'm going to fight it. And like we said, they've been recruit, usually recruited by Dr. Satome. And in this version, this iteration, um, it opens up horribly because uh, we found that Ryoma, his parents are dead. Yeah, his parents, he was the one who found his parents murdered as a kid, and he's an orphan, and he's in just kind of typical high school days. His life sucks. The only person that gets him is this one girl who's very familiar to us if you're a Getter fan, but when you're reading it, she seems like a very different character. And she's like, she's also an orphan. Her name is Mitsuru, yeah. And, and she's like, when we first see her, she's going to get raped by a douchey, douchey uh-huh. yeah. uh, high school guy. And he ends up like, his choice is he can either leave her alone, let this happen to her, and not get shit happen to him, or beat this guy up and then see the repercussions. And what he does, he chooses to beat the hell out of this yeah. guy. It doesn't matter. And I love that. He goes, you can't touch me. My dad's the best. And when he just starts wailing him, he's like, it's like oh, fine, don't don't hurt me, don't hurt me. But even if he, when he says yeah. don't hurt him, he still calls his dad and he gets he, expelled. Yeah, and like, like th- this is the Ryoma character. Is like, he's an asshole, but he still has a moral compass. Like, he's actually going to, like, do the right thing whenever he, just in his own way. He negs. Yeah. And... So he in so he saves the day. The girl's upset that he's getting kicked out because he doesn't tell anybody, but he gets expelled. And she thank him made him a a bento. And the minute you see her hand the bento, you're like, oh, this could be cool. It might be the thing. Then you turn the page and giant monster shows up, wrecks the school, and kills everyone except for Oma. <laughs> yep, this is and it's horrifying. It is very um, Evangelion esque. Very. Um, Dead Man Wonderland, just kind of that scene of yeah. just instant horror. Things go to hell, and Doctor Satome shows up and says, Are "You going to let this happen, or is this what's going to happen?" Well, he, that this is the way to save you. And Getter Two shows up because I, this, this, he actually has a line that gets repeated and modified throughout this series that I really like. It's like, "Are you going to be someone that has things taken from him, or are you going to be someone that takes?" And I love that concept of like this is you know it's a you know. I don't want to spoil the final spin on it because it comes in back in a really cool way. But I, I oh, like oh, that. The, oh, that ending. It, it, the I, ending I love that is... line, that, that thought of just like, it's kind of the, you know, you, you can be let yourself be a victim or you can stand up. Yes. And he joins the team and he is the newbie member. Unlike usual where he's the first member, he's now the newbie member. The first person is Hayato, but we see that Hayato was a hacker and a scam artist yep. who was kind of like, it was, we're going to kill you or you're going to join us. Yeah. And Dr. Satomi seems really cruel in this series. Like, he seems like a villain for half of it. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, that's going on. It's a yeah. red herring. So. And the whole thing is the Satome, uh, they fight the monster who looks actually really cool, very different than you. The, 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 yeah, the, these monsters called the Unevolved. Yep. And they're, they're really cool designs. Like, the thing they reminded me a lot of 
there's a bit of Angels from Evangelion, a little bit of the Heterodyne from Die Guard, if you've ever watched, yep. where they they almost feel like they're almost just like a natural phenomenon, not like sent from another. It's like just these are occurring phenomena that you have to deal with. When the ball one shows up, that's totally a ripoff yeah. of, fifth, of the Fifth Angel. That oh, was, I was like, there's that. I was like, that's not a rip. That's uh, a- so yeah, and that's because it's revealed that in the uh, Institute, the Saotome Institute, there's the MacGuffin, or at least what we think is the MacGuffin. It's a fragment of the Emperor. Emperor which <laughs> if you're a Getter Robo fan, you know that the word Emperor has some very significant meaning. But it feels like it's the... Um, it feels like it's Lilith or Adam. In yep. And they want to merge with it. And they're gonna, and that will complete something. And then there's other situations going on, which we don't want to really reveal because of the spoiler talk in this. Because there's a lot yeah. to, to take with but this. But then you find out like the, the Fragment of the Emperor is revealed to be a device that shows glimpses of other dimensions going on and so all of a sudden it's like there's always going to be a Ryoma there's always going to be a uh, professor Satomi there's always going to be then there's all these other different dimensions going on and all of a sudden I switch from like wait a minute this is going from Evangelion to another great mecha manga Bokurano yep (laughs) and then it goes even further because they're looking at these dimensions and it seems that everyone where it where this certain event happens they're getting blinked out of existence and they're like uh, we're kind of on the train towards that. Yep. So, th- this manga... It's depressing. It is a little bit depressing, but it, it's... It ends hopefully. It does end, like, and I'm glad I... I'm glad I got all of this with one go. I think if I had bought it incrementally, I would have been a little more frustrated, really kind of figured out. It's... I think if you're a Robo fan or if you're a Mecha fan, buy it all at once and go through it all. But like I found myself kind of like wondering, who is this for? Like, is this kind of Ava thing? But it's got so much good in this. Um, like the art. One of the things I love about this series is this art. This this manga has some beautiful stuff. And every time there is like a two page spread of something, like, they use a lot of two page spreads in this series. So like there's every time you see each form of the Getterobo for the first time, it's a beautiful two page spread and like. I, I was saying to Zan before we started recording, there's so many of these that I would just love to have as like small, you know, eight and a half by 11 or small size prints like framed on my wall. I love them. Like my favorite one of those is the change getter one. Is when you, the first time that Ryoma, he initiates a change and. Yeah. Oh, there, there, there's so many great ones. Like if you like panoramic shots for stuff, this is a good one to get. So. <laughs> the thing is, the story, it's a lot of waiting to figure, trying to, a bit of a slog to get to the meat of it to really figure out what's going on and what the objective is and stuff like that. And there's a lot of twists and turns in it because every time you think you have a handle on it, then suddenly they turn it on its head. Yeah. Because between the first, second, and third volume, there's three, like, first one's like, okay, typical series, then we're going to twist it. Okay, then we're going to twist it. Yeah. And then by five, you're like... I don't know how I got here. I'm confused. <laughs> but I enjoyed the ride getting here. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, but this is, but then you think about this is Getter Robo, and you're like, okay, yeah, because <laughs> Getter Robo is kind of like, well, the- like and that, that's the thing that I I was really conflicted about is the first three volumes. I was like, 
the question I kept asking is, who is this for? Is this for new long time Getter Robo fans? Because this just feels nostalgic. Yeah, nostalgic, but there's not a lot of meat here. Is this trying to get new fans in it? Because there's not enough explanation on it. And this is why I think, like I have to say, you have to really go through the full series. And I think by the end, if you're either a long-time Getter Robo fan or a newcomer, you will be satisfied. But like early on, like I said, because it felt very much like Evangelion or Bokurano, I was like, this this doesn't feel like anything new or interesting to me. I hate to say it, but this is one of those series that is like Galgagar. It's the it's not going to pass the three episode tests. Yeah, this is the it, it gets good by episode ten. Yeah, or you just binge it and then you get it. Yeah. It's you, you have to binge it. You can't because if you only buy one two volumes, you're gonna be you lost and you're just not gonna be invested by. Especially after two, two is oh. two is a bad ending. Where that ends, it's like it, you do, you're like, do I drop this now or do I keep yeah. going? Uh, so, dear listener, stick stick it through. Uh, I will say you'll be much more satisfied with this. Yes, the ending is so like what the fuck. If you like Get a Robo, or if you want like really high octane action and stuff like that, like there's some great action pieces. Again, those two page spreads, but just other angles too. You will get, you'll be satisfied by the end. But it's, I can't even call it a slog. It's just there. You reach a point in the kind of in the middle around volume three where you're you're just kind of like, where is this going? What what what's going to happen? And I I kind of I have gone back and forth as I was reading it and getting to the end. Is that intentional or not? And that was that was the one place I got a little mixed on. Part of me thinks that, and this is in the back of my head. Part of me thinks that maybe uh, Shimizu and Shimoguchi were hanging out with Matsumoto on his boat doing blow, and then they figured out <laughs> that they're like this game in a fever dream because it does take some definite leaps of logic. Yeah. Um, just to get minor spoilery, um, parallel worlds like we hint that parallel worlds are involved. Yeah. But the way it introduces it first, you're like, okay, this is what it is. It's like, no, that's not even the the, the resolution beginning. that comes from of wh- wh- how why the parallel worlds exist is uh, took me caught me off guard, and it was a neat this surprise. feels like I hate to say it to compare it, but this is like the Dark Tower movie where it's after the whole Dark Tower sequence. If you you follow because Dark Tower, it's it's a circular event where it keeps going, and then the movie's supposed to be after you get out of the circle. This is the situation where this is after you've been through the cycle X amount of times, then it'll make sense, which sucks because if you're not a, a huge Get a Robo fan, you're gonna be like a little lost. Yeah. So especially with all the cameos and everything, and and even there, the, there's some great like, and that's the thing like as a Get a Robo fan, there were some great unexpected cameos and stuff like that that I was just like, like kind of like if I was. If I was watching this on TV versus reading as a manga, I would totally be the Leonardo DiCaprio meme of pointing at the TV. Like, oh, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there, there's one especially in the final volume and kind of towards the climax that I was like, oh, I can't believe they brought that in. It made me so happy. Um, end of volume three, I, I don't want to spoil what it is, but there were some fantastic cameos at that point. Yep. Too. No, there were some great cameos. And uh, I got to say... For characters, definitely the standout is is Doctor Shigishima the older, mm-hmm. because that it's well one that's a whole oh that, 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 that was, that's a yeah. whole like you're like wait what 
Oh, and when he when and when you find out his relationship to his son is really cool. Because yeah. because he, he's a horrible because we meet him he's like he's like I'm really cool he's like you're not you're nothing like conforming classes ah he's a jerk it's like yeah again there's a lot of cases where these characters it's like you're crazy but you're you're on our side so we'll put up with your crazy <laughs> uh and and Musashi's whole yeah that whole there the I mean there there's one point where they they talk about they hint at Musashi's past and they don't say there's going to be, you know, a little bit of it. As soon as they said that little bit, I knew I, I got to where something else was revealed about his past. And I was like, called it. But so. And Musashi and and that's slight spoilers, but we'll spoil it. Musashi does not die. And well, would that be, no, he doesn't die. I, 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 I won't say anything else. So, I mean, I, I, there's so many things. The more I think about this manga, the more I like about it. Like, it actually makes sense why it's called the evolution because this yeah, is yeah. a deconstruction of the Getter Robo mythos. Yes. Um, again, the, this creative team they've worked on the, that Ultraman manga, which unfortunately didn't get a, the best anime adaptations. The Polygon Pictures, like it was neat, but. I would prefer just a straight anime, so I'll just keep reading the manga instead. But that that line got some really nice looking model kits from based off those designs of Ultraman and the other things like that. And now, as I was reading this and looking at some of these takes on the getter, I'm like, I want this as a model kit. Or and I, and I know there's a couple action figures and stuff, but it's like I, I want, I want, I want. No, like the D, I would love to de evolve the set when they had yeah. all when. At, at the near the final climax when all the different variations oh, which look so, so similar yeah. including one who looks almost like a like an evil king of some sort yeah, i was like he looks yeah. familiar so there, there, there's some really fun stuff here yeah uh, i like the design of getter one getter two they don't really give a really concise because he's constantly bending and shifting what was interesting about the getter two design in this is for a still medium of manga it can beat its speed really well. It does. Um, and the same, I'll say the same thing about three? The, the Getter 3. Is the Getter 3 is the bruiser, the heavyweight type. Um, you know, Sometimes it's the underwater type, but whatever. And then again, even though this is a still medium, like you really got the feeling of those arms that could really stretch out, that this is a very heavy, like it's the tank unit. Yes, which is the bear unit itself, because the bear, the jaguar, and the eagle. Yeah. Uh, even though the eagle is not the speed one, which that's kind of like the, it's the three predators. Yeah. So, um, I will say the homage to Shin Getter versus Neo Getter. That sequence, I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. Oh, I, I, I feel like uh, uh, Akira from um. From uh, from Mar- Mar- Martian's successor Nadesco, oh, yes. with with um, uh, uh, Geki Gengar, where it's like you don't want to read the end of it because you're like you're like do I I don't I don't know if I want to read it because maybe things will work out at the end, but you have yeah. to read to the end to get this. And on the one hand, beautiful artwork, a great story. On the other hand, it is a it is throwing you beyond the deep end this is throwing you into a volcano saying you're yeah. gonna survive this or you're gonna burn 
So it's definitely not for a novice uh, manga reader. It's definitely for it's you don't really know who it's for, and for that reason, it does lose some points there. But it's still a beautiful read, and if this was in an omnibus, a one shot, a one full it set be, omnibus, it would it'd be, be perfect. Fantastic as an omnibus, but I think it, the fall, uh, the five volumes is a little tough. Is I a think, stretch. Like even if it had been like two volume, a two volume set. Well, I'll say with the caveat that as an appendix, you got all that cover because there's a nice theme with the covers going on. Yeah, the the, the art is great. All of that was the cover art of each pilot with the getter, and then the. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's so many things we don't want to spoil. But yeah, this is one of those ones. If you, if, you, if, can't if you spoil. have even an inkling of an int- of enjoyment out of getter robo, I think that it would be. Or mech series. This is one of those mech series yeah. that is one of those quintessentials that you should read. To get into it, it really is because it is uh, not the found one of the foundation series, but it is up there. Yep, I would say if you like, say the when they started in the '90s of doing a lot more of the deconstruction of the super robot style. If you like anime from that era and beyond, I think this would be a good one. Yeah, so. this would be good. Um, I think that if also if you are a fan of the more unique series like um Gurren Lagann uh Evangelion like we said Bokorano um there was another one which I'm completely forgetting not Aquarium but it's uh oh I know yeah um I'll remember it later but if you're a fan of those animes or that type of story you'll really enjoy this another one I will toss out there is if you like for this is again the Ultraman series but also if you like we've talked before about now he or so is Pluto where it's kind of the this is you. You know these characters and stuff, but let's take a look at them from another angle, and I, I, I think that's good, uh, another good way to look at it. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. Um, I, I'm I've been wavering on this because on the one hand, this is better than a gift from your crazy aunt Miro, but is it a borrow from a friend though? Because oh, see, see, I, I, I am going to give this personally. Like, I, I can't give this the really, really, really fucking cool, but I don't want to say borrow from a friend and don't return unless given offered Pocky. I'm going to give this a, a caveat. I will say borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered your favorite type of Pocky. So if you like the cookies and cream Pocky, if you like the matcha Pocky, like the banana... They have to give you your favorite kind of pocky. I can. That, I think that's where it lands. I, I I can agree with that. I can I can agree with that. So yeah, I'll give I'll bump this up to a real, uh, bar from a friend. It's really good. It just there are some issues with it, and you can't deny the issues. And it is a slow start, and it is very uh, what the hell's going on? I mean, you you get it because it does have a lot of tropes from other giant robot series, but you get a lot of vibes of other series. Like we said, it opens up very similar to. Uh, Dead Man Wonderland, where it's like this is happening, and then he's thrown into this situation. And Doctor Satome, for a while, you're like, is he really the bad guy? Is he not the bad guy? Yeah. Oh wait, are we being twisted? Oh wait, who is this mysterious figure who just showed up? Is he no? And then yeah. and then is jerk is uh, is uh, Hayato the bad guy because he's being a prick? And he's like, no, it's being Hayato. <laughs> and why is Musashi so awesome? And oh god, what happened with Musashi? And uh, 
I will admit the entire time I read this manga, I was listening to Storm on repeat. <laughs> Not a bad thing. It was Storm or Dragon, because both of those are equally oh. good themes for Get a Robo. Uh, for those who don't know, Storm is the Jam Project theme song from Neo Getter versus Shin Getter, which is just, that's totally like workout music when you're, yeah. you're going up the hill. Uh, and uh, Dragon is more of a, I want old school yeah, it's 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 much more class closer to that. But again, it's also it's Jam Project. You can't go wrong. Feels very Gasaraki esque that opening though. It starts off with that that kind of the monks chant and stuff. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, equally good, worth it. If you've read this, let us know what you think. Email us or tweet us at Sparkin or at Nagoki Watches. Let us know what you think about Get a Robo Evolution. If you like this, if you thought this was well done. Or should uh, they have get, gotten a different Getter Robo property? This this is the, and not like that was the one of the lingering thoughts I'll just throw out there is with seeing what Seven Seas has been getting, you know, we talked about in the news segment of coming right of like maybe we can get more Getter Robo manga now. Come on, guys, please, please. We need Getter. We need Cy- Cyborg Zero Zero Nine a new re- release, a uh, better re-release than yeah. than than the the Tokyo Pop. Who's the other one that we need? Uh, Mazinger was picked uh, up. I, I, maybe I'm not sure. Mazinger, maybe. But but, but you know, like no no no. If we're doing uh, if we're doing Ken, we're it's gonna be uh, Kakaider and Pro- Skullman. No, Skullman well, came Skullman, out. Skullman, uh, Ishinomura as uh, well. Skullman came out. So yeah, just, just uh, again, I'd just be happy with any of uh, Ishikawa's uh, Get a Robo stuff because there's some. He, it gets really crazy, and some of the stuff doesn't. Get satisfying ending, but there's there's so much there and yeah. Um, for those of you who are in the panels, definitely this is a series that totally like if your intro panel, you could do a whole set like a whole hour on just get her. Yeah. Oh man. I I, I I've been doing panels at conventions for a long time, and I'd still worry about it if I tried to explain get her to people. It would just be the. Uh, Always sunny in Philadelphia conspiracy theory. <laughs> they have that. They have that in this manga too. They yes. do have the conspiracy wall because they're trying to explain the parallel universes and all the parallel universes are all the Getter universes. So you're yeah. like, ah, I got it. But yeah, Getter is Getter. That's all we could say. Getter is just Getter. Uh, uh, iconic design, iconic character, and well, Getter Robo and um, that ending. <sighs> want to talk about that ending yeah, so yeah. bad but we'll we'll talk about that off 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 absolutely but definitely give this one i'd say if you're gonna give it a try go give it a full try yeah give it give it a full mecha try and definitely just be psyched put on some cool mech music and just read through it and be prepared for some crazy shit uh uh um what was that i'm not gonna say anything more because i'm gonna be quiet but yeah uh like i said if you agree to discreet email us tweet us uh, remember to like and subscribe and um let's actually before we get any further let's get to some of the manga releases which came out yesterday in march 2nd we got 32 uh volumes and i'm actually excited for some of these we'll go backwards because people have been liking me going backwards so from the bottom with a cat and a dog every day is fun volume three this is a weird series because everyone's just a one page not even a four coma it's like here's this gag um, Who Say Warriors Can't Be Babes, Volume 3, Twin Star Exorcist, Volume 21, Sword Art Online Project Allization, Volume 2, the manga, Sword Out Alternative Gun Gale Online, Volume 8, the light novel, yay, Sword Out. This one I'm excited for, the next one, Spy Family, Spy X Family, Volume 4, 
Such a good series. Solo Leveling Volume 1, the comic. Not the manga, the comic. Um, Snow White with the Red Hair, Volume 12. Will Shiroyuki finally get together with the prince? We're going to find out. Um, Skip Beat... Skip Beat? Uh, Did it... Okay, then. I haven't seen Skip Beat in a long time, but apparently Volume 45 is finally coming out. Holy shit. I, re- I re- reviewed that back in the, like, in double digits. Um, uh, Saki the Succumbus, Hungers Tonight, Volume 5. ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Volume 15, The Light Novel. Queen's Quality, Volume 11. Orient, Volume 2. Oriasama Teacher, Volume 28. My Hero Academia Team-Up Missions, Volume 1, which is their kind of, like, this is their uh, Spider-Man and his friends manga, where it's team Spider-Man team-ups. Yep. Or the uh, what is it? What was the, the villains one? It was the 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 superior foes. Yeah, the superior foes. It's like that. So it's kind of that. And then you have My Hero Academia Vigilantes Volume Nine, uh, Love Me Love Me Not Volume Seven, Knights of the Ice Volume Six, High Q Volume Forty Three, Fire Ice Volume Twenty Two, Eden's Zero Volume Eleven, Dragon Ball Super Volume Twelve, which I'm surprised Super, but whatever. Doctor Stone the reboot. Uh, uh, Byakuya, which is dealing with his father, stepfather. What the hell is it? Is it his adopted father? You know what? <laughs> I, I know it, but it just it it really is confusing. Um, do you like the naughty nurse manga? That's it's a one shot. Uh, Death March to a Parallel World Rhapsody Volume Thirteen, the light novel. Daytime Shooting Star Volume Eleven. Chasing after Aoi Kishiba Volume One, which that sounds familiar. I didn't think I talked about that, but that sounds familiar. Um, Bleach, Can't Fear Your Own World, Volume 3, which is a spinoff of Bleach. Um, Berserk of Glutton, the manga, Volume 1, which finally came out. That was supposed to come out last year. Um, Banished from the Heroes Party, I Decide to Live a Quiet Life in the Countryside, Volume 2, the light novel. A Sister's All You Need, Volume 9, which, um, yeah, it's a light novel. And a certain magical index SS volume two, the light novel. Um, so, which of these are you sound pique your interest? I'm I've just barely started the first volume of Spy Family, but I'm enjoying what I've seen so far. So, I think that's the thing I'm most interested. Yeah, uh, same with me, Spy Family. Um, Berserk of Gluttony, I like. It's such a weird premise because it's uh oh his power he it's. Character with the power, but his power is totally taboo and just really screwed up. And he just says, "I'm going to become evil because of that." So kind of cool. It's not the I'm a good guy who just is, I'm reincarnated in a bad body. It's I'm going to become evil because I want to become evil. And it's a slow burn. Uh, and the other one I'll, I'll toss out that I'm, ha, has me, I'll call it hopeful, is uh, the My Hero Academia team up missions. Like if they're short, contained stories, not trying to tell an overarching one, that could be a lot of fun because. My Hero Academia has such a great, a rich world that you want to see more of what's going on in the greater world and beyond that. And I think, you know, because there's so many, like, what's it like to be a normal person in this thing or just a different person than just the main cast? I mean, the Vigilantes is an entirely new cast. You have uh, Smash, which is its own, but that's more the chibi style yeah. of stupid things happening. So this one could be really good depending on how they set it up. But I like My Hero Academia. I'm... Dr. Stone, yeah, because Dr. Stone's fun. It's weird and fun. Uh, the other one, which I'm uh, chasing after Aoi, Kashiba, and the one that everyone wants me to review is uh, <laughs> Nurse. 
Seven Seas Ghost Ship. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not going to find that anywhere because no one will sell Ghost Ship imprint. (laughs) So I got to go to the internet to buy that stuff. (laughs) But yeah, um, the one that I'm dreading, though, is uh, Fire Force and Sword Art Online. Really, they should have... I mean, I get it. It's it's, got... the, it's the big it's the big property, so they no everybody well. agrees. It's like this is a horrible property. Why do they keep pushing it? Yeah, it's like it's... it's like cram it down yeah, their throat. I guess some people are buying it. I don't. It's know. not fate. It's not fate order. They'll like uh, it. <laughs> they definitely will like it. But yeah, uh, so I think that's it for the episode. But you could talk about other things as well, such as life. Because I have to admit, I found. Finally, a good bookstore that has good manga. Well, all bookstores have good manga, but one where the section is up to date. That's, it's not the... That's hard to find. It's not the, here, it, this is new. And it's and like, it, that came out last year. And it's a it's a local bookstore, right? So always you should always support... Relatively the, local, yeah. yeah support, support your friendly local bookstore. I mean, especially if they're keeping up to date with that stuff, because that's... Those are hard to find, and if they're catering to a wide variety and stuff like that. The thing is that, um, from what I've heard uh, from inside, and this is a little book book knowledge, um, ever since three companies law- gave up their head of mark of uh, orders, they've left it to the the stores themselves to deal with orders. So it's like store A in blank city. You get to choose what you order, and it's like if you get a lady who's like, "I like reading mystery novels," it's going to be yeah. filled with mystery novels. Or if you get the person who's like, "I like reading the schlock, uh, you know, schlock horror," and that and that's again one of the indicators of a good bookstore is if they're doing their research and looking at like both like what are their readers interested, in, not what they're interested in. But also like, okay, maybe we'll take a, a, a chance on this and see how this does um, and play around with that too. One of my favorite bookstores was always really good about having a section of, if you like this, try this and stuff like that. Which is and, always good. That And that bookstore is, I heard, still doing good, kind as, of? As far as I know, unfortunately, I haven't been able to get to them in a little while partially because of covid but well we can we can pimp them out we can we can pimp them out it's comic copia yeah he's talking about and it's it's they're 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 a store in boston and they're great hands down the best comic store i've ever shopped at in the area i agree i love their booth when i went to anime boston just to check out their stuff uh i will admit uh the owner can be a little like a little like connie but Uh, i i've i have no let me refuse it little opportunistic but it's understandable he does have the stuff he he he, i i would i will say this and as you know as and i'm a huge fan i'm a huge fan i'm not being but as a regular i got to hear a little bit a lot of like looking at what people were buying and doing notice knowing to stack up on what's the big thing right now and stuff like that so yeah a good comic shop knows what they're doing and that is a great thing and bookstores that do this, that focus on manga and do a good job with that, I've got to say they're great. And especially now, we need to have bookstores because they're good. Yeah, and if you if you know of a good bookstore, shout them out on social media. Tell tell us; we'd love to hear about some of these. Yeah, great ones. Uh, yeah. If you want us to to, what we'll do is for the next two months, if you shout out a bookstore, we will pimp them out. If you're a bookstore owner, let the bookstore owner know them. We'll have them on, and I'll I'll interview them. I've it's been a while since I've done an interview. 
I'll have like a quick interview of what they think about the comics in the days. I'll have them on the comic book podcast. We'll talk about comics for like a couple hours. Especially with everything going on with Marvel, with that whole, oh, all the Avengers now have the Phoenix ability and they're fighting each other in a, in a, a tournament royale. And Cap's like, I don't want to fight you. And they're like, I don't care. We're going to kill you to get the... To get the uh, to get the Phoenix power, or the best line ever is Phoenix Wolverine fighting Phoenix uh, Black Panther, and he's like, he's like, so what do you do if I do this? And he does the typical two blades around the head, the second one, and he's like, well, I don't have to worry if my teeth are protected. And he's like, his teeth are vibrating. He's like, are you are you kidding me? He's like, it's like, nope. After I saw you, you got to protect everything. Okay. Oh, comics indeed. And also, we finally have the end of Brand New Day. Thank God. Oh. I didn't talk about this too much in the uh, superhero thing, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Officially, we now know that uh, Mephisto's like, yeah, I'll tell you what happened to Doctor Strange. And we know that she remembers 100%. That she remembers. Mysterio remembers the original timeline. Okay, then. Because he's, he was dead. Oh comics! No, no, it wasn't <laughs> wasn't old comics. That was that was Ramita brought him back because he was like ha- he was brought back because of Wanda stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll forgive it because I like Ramita. It was Ramita stuff that brought him back, and because you remember he had the hole in his head, they fixed him, and he's he's back. Of course, <laughs> but 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 he's back. But he remembers Harry. There are two Harrys on Earth now. One is Evil Harry, who's the one from back then, and then there's Douchey Harry, who's in France. Yeah, who's like the good Harry. So yeah. And then we'll see how everything ends because hopefully Spider-Man goes well and what was the other one? Um, oh, and then Batman with Batman now living in a garage. Okay. <laughs> uh, after the whole Joker war, he lost all his money. All his oh, money is... No, but they like said he's now like... He's rich, but he's not like... He's like not Wayne Enterprises rich. He's <laughs> like, I have $2 million. That's it. Okay. And Batgirl's back to Oracle and... But that's, yeah. And then Joker's alive and uh, what's her name? Uh, Harley's trying to be a good guy and uh, what the hell's her name? What, whatever. Getting off topic because this is a manga review. Because <laughs> uh, we can talk about this for hours. But let's actually get to the point you've all been waiting for. Uh, well, first off, remember to like, subscribe. Uh, go to the iTunes store and definitely rank us. Let us know. We want to be up in rank. I'm surprised that out of all the manga podcasts and anime podcasts I know, the only one of our contemporaries that are still around are the Ninja Consultants. They're the only ones in the top 50 on iTunes. Really? Wow. Not, not even AWO. <laughs> and they're oh, still geez. consistent. It's, it's Ninja Consultants are like 37 and everyone else, nope. Wow. So, so Al, good job. Yeah. Good job, yeah. Al. But we got to get up there. So promote us, like us. Definitely check out um, everything that Doug is doing because I think that New Year, hopefully you'll get an, another AnimeCons thing. Uh, AnimeCons TV uh, podcast. We're looking at a couple things. We had some stuff earlier on this year. Um, because there haven't been too many cons, it's hard to push out content. But we're looking at a couple of things. I have a couple of people that I'm reaching out to for a few possible future interviews. I don't want to promote anything yet just because I don't want to uh say something and then have it fall through but we are still looking at content and 
hoping that down the road we'll actually have some cons to go to in 21. And as usual, you are welcome to come back. We have a couple things. We have the rest of the Bondathon, which we postponed because <laughs> it got pushed back again. And I'm dear, just like, dear listeners, I do want to point out that I did say to Zan, our friendship would be over. If one Getter Robo Evolution came up, he did not have me on. I yes. mean, we should have had three people for this podcast, really. We should have, but oh, but, but 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 Tom, but I couldn't get Tom. Tom, oh, man. In, in doing a Zoom call with Tom. Well, well actually, well, Tom. So, so so we'll have so what we need to do then is just hope that Seven Seas gets another Getter Robo uh, manga out, and we can make sure we can have three people so it's appropriate for Getter Robo. Or or for the anime review, we review Shin versus Neo. Oh. And compare it to Apocalypse. No, is Apocalypse a movie? No, Apocalypse is an OVA series as well. Uh, we we compare the two. Um, Three of us. Uh, but then that makes us want the... that makes us want to get five for Combatler V, which is now on net on uh, not Netflix is now on Crunchyroll. <laughs> so yeah. But then we need but we need another dude who has to just wear the cape. <laughs> uh, if if we try and do fifteen people for Dialogue or fifteen, <laughs> we're in trouble. <laughs> No, no, no. If we really want to go crazy, we could do uh, what I forgot what the real name for Voltron. For, 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 That's Dyroger 15. Oh, yeah, it is Dyroger 15. It is Dyroger 15. You're right, right, right. Never mind. So let's actually get to the point you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only. The Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, a Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. I replaced them. They're all listed on the Discord where you can check out. Uh, tinyurl.com forward slash fire Discord. And what happens is whenever we spin it, whatever number it lands on, that's what we review in the next episode of the Spire Kid Manga Review. And we've got some great titles on here. If you want to check out the list, got some good ones on there, I think. Ooh, there's definitely a couple that I've been uh, looking forward to. Like, I think that the only one which I'm kind of confused by is... Uh, Play it cool, guys. I have no idea what that's about. I think I know what it's about. I, I don't want to say what number it is because I don't want to spoil it. But I would say number three and number nine are the two I would most be curious about. Three oh, is. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Number five and number nine. I can't read apparently. Five is five is an anime series coming out. So yeah. Which I th- I think that uh, what's his name is going to be voicing it, and also it's rumored that the person who's writing a memoir also may be in it. Ooh. I'm curious who she'd play as, though. But let's spin. So spin and see what we're All righty. I will gladly spin. Number, Number 10, 10. The Girl Without a Face. Ooh. This is, I think it's horror or it's romance. I'm not sure. Could be good. Could be bad. Not sure. But, ah, uh, well... At least, it, well, so it's number 10 again. This is the third time that it's come, or not, eight was last time, that it was 10 before that. And every other time it's 10, it seems to be. So, yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's all good. At least it was not number uh, seven, Knights of the Ice, which I've heard <laughs> mixed about. I've heard it's like a really third rate, um, uh, what is it called? The third rate uh, Yuri on Ice. Oh, jeez. But we'll have to wait and see how this goes, because Girl Out of Face, I'm actually excited to see where it is. What it's about, uh, we'll find out next time. So, as usual, I'm Zan. I'm Doug. We're Gonzo. Catch you guys next time and keep uh, getting giant robots and combining them into awesome shapes to fight evil dinosaur army or de evolved monstrosities that look similar to but not are legally distinct from others. Just get her. Exactly. So, see you guys next time.